Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Let's go to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Welcome the voice of Charlotte FC, Willie P. Willie, how nervous are you about this uh, game two in the preseason? Do you think the fan base will calm down by then? Absolutely not. Um, I'm ready for all the fire and the fizzle and the smoke and and the panic as well. Um, Look, guys, I I understand that the last three years were uh, traumatic to watch uh, as people who observe the Panthers, but I didn't think it was as bad as to be able to not contextualize what we saw on Saturday. I mean, the head coach even told you himself, we are literally not trying to do anything of any kind of semblance of just trying to do anything that that gets our guys hurt and gives away anything. I mean, the the preseason, and you guys know this, the preseason is for spots 30 to 46 on your game day roster. It's not for spots 1 to 22. It's for the guys who are on the periphery, and if you would be concerned about something, it's the fact that there is probably a dearth of talent in that part of the football team. That the fact is the Panthers' depth is probably very paper thin, which I think is a broad concern to have. And I'm not saying that, that those concerns aren't valid. But to sit here and say that that translates to, oh, they're not going to go to the playoffs or they're not going to win a division or Bryce Young sucks and this and that nature. Like, th- these, are, these are staunch conclusions to make when literally they told you themselves, hey, we're not trying to do anything. It's Willie P. joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, giving you some Panthers analysis. Now, preseason, you're going to see some second stringers out there. Willie, you didn't call the second stringer game the other day. You got to call maybe the greatest of all time when you got to call Messi playing against Charlotte FC. What went wrong for FC? I mean, was it as simple as, hey, Messi just might be the GOAT? Well, I honestly think that that Charlotte FC had a very concerted effort to to make sure that he was the one who didn't beat them. And unfortunately, it was the other guys who did. uh, Sergio Busquets had a very technical game, and he is one of the best to play his position at at the midfield to spawn. And you had a left back in Jordi Alba who was punching in balls as well. He's probably one of the best left backs to ever play that position. But the fact is, Inter-Miami has assembled a squad of three players who have literally done the best at their position that they could possibly do. And even though they're advanced in years, that's very, very hard. And they're still very technical players to be able to stop from Charlotte FC's perspective. So while they might have done successfully trying to take out Messi, he could still have an ancillary impact in certain situations. And you saw that with the, the goal that he scored to, to close out things. He had a secondary assist on uh, one of the goals previously. And also, uh, Adilson Milano just finds himself in a poor position in the goal that uh, made it 3-0. I think the score line, like Jessica Charman said, kind of flattered into Miami. It wasn't a 4-0 result. I think we've seen similar results like that in the past in Charlotte FC where that score line might have looked a little bit more uh, cosmetically favorable to the opposition than it did themselves. They had some chances. Uh, the Right before the own goal was scored by Dilson Milanda, Charlotte FC had a very high-quality chance that, unfortunately, Patrick Adjuman couldn't get his head behind. If that goal goes from Charlotte FC's perspective, it's a 2-1 game. And we're talking about a much different thing going into uh, the semifinal round, at least from that perspective. But 
it is a pretty decent team in Miami. I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and not give them their flowers, but at the same time, Charlotte FC played a lot better than, uh, than the score would indicate. Yeah, because that's the thing I was going to ask, Willie. You know, Miami came into this game. They have one less win than Charlotte FC, and so for the result to turn out the way that it did, I didn't want to maybe broach the topic of maybe them being psyched out coming into the game just because they had Messi. Like, what did you take from the team from a demeanor standpoint and, and just how they battled against that team? Well, the, the unfortunate part about it, Wes, is that they were not able to get the ball back from Inter-Miami. And part of the reason is is that if you try to overexert yourself defensively, that leaves you vulnerable on the back end. And we've talked about Charlotte FC's unfortunate scenario when it comes to their back four all season. They were playing in a scenario where Harrison Offal, while he has been a great player in MLS, uh, is advanced in years at age 37 and was always going to be a difficult matchup with him playing in place of Nathan Byrne, who was out because of a yellow card accumulation suspension in the tournament. If Charlotte FC has Nathan Byrne in that particular position, maybe they tactically play a little bit differently, but instead they played very, very conservatively on the defensive end. Uh, Nathan, I think, was probably their best defender of anybody that played in the tournament, so that was a very significant loss from Charlotte FC's perspective. You also had Andrew Privet, who is still working his way through playing a much different position than he's used to. He's more of a midfielder. They played him at center back instead. So I do feel like Charlotte FC was hampered in trying to get the ball off of Inter-Miami in a significant aspect, which limited their chances going back the other way. And When you allow a team like Inter-Miami to possess the ball, I think at a 64% clip like they did, it unfortunately is going to limit you the other way and obviously uh, make their chances more, uh, more fortuitous and, and more often happening. What do you take from this this League's Cup run that they went on? Because they showed a lot of fight. They played really well. So where do they go from here? Well, I think when you combine all the results together and the players they added and also the players they fortified, it's a much better squad that exited the tournament than entered the tournament. Uh, you have two new players who you'll be able to use when the league season comes back in, uh, not only with Breck Diahare, who made his debut during the tournament, but Yeri Yaronin, who... As a left back, uh, once he gets his visa sorted, should be able to debut against LAFC. At least that's what Christian Latanzio has told us in the past. We haven't gotten that for certain, but we'll get an opportunity to hear from him later on this week about that progress. But he'll get integrated into the team over the course of these couple of weeks. I think having the game against Inter-Miami postponed this weekend allows for at least a little bit extra integration and some experimentation because I think there's a definite conversation to be had about what Charlotte FC is doing up front. And whether or not they have Enzo Capetti back available to them, I think will be a very interesting situation because I think we saw in the second half of the game against Inter-Miami that there's a conversation to be had about whether or not Patrick Adjuman and Carol Svedersky deserve to be starting with each other from the start. You had Daniel Rios last year who played a support striker role with Carol Svedersky last year. And that, I think, bore out some of Carol's best attributes and best run of play in a Charlotte FC uniform. I think Ajiman can do the same kind of thing, although Atletanzio is loath to use two forwards up top like that because of what spaces will be available to the opposition in the midfield. I do feel like you have enough quality midfielders to track enough ground, whether it's a combination of Diahare and Westwood, Westwood and Arfield, Arfield and Diahare. Something of that nature has got to happen for Charlotte FC because I do feel like they need to diversify their attack. They've been saying that all season. And I do feel like some combination that has Ajiman and Svidersky up there at a number nine or a number 10 role will definitely help Charlotte FC able to put more pressure on the opposition and hopefully get more goals in the back of the net. 
How many Peaky Blinder jokes have you received after your latest thirst trap on Twitter? There, there was uh, there was one. Um, I don't quite get that <laughs> reference because I've not seen the show, so I might need mm. you guys to explain that one to me. Well, I mean, it's about a gang overseas across the pond in the in late 19th century, and they all have hats like that. And so you definitely look like you belong in the Peaky Blinders. But I like it. I mean, it's a thirst trap, Willie. What possessed you to do this? You just thought you were just feeling cute. My delete later was it that kind of mood? Like, what were you thinking with this? Well, well, I, I did buy this hat because, uh, as you guys may or may not know, I am going to, uh, during the off season make my way overseas to, uh, to England and to Rome. So I tried to get some clothes that made me uh, look a little bit more native. And uh, I was trying the hat out. You know, I, I wore, it, uh, wore it out. And, uh, and you know what? Uh, I, I kind of like the look. I do, too. I like British P. It looks fantastic. You look great with it. Uh, last one. Little, we little, were... little bangers and mash, little fish and chips. I'm all for it. No, I mean, you play the part well with this pick. You can find his latest thirst trap on his Twitter handle, at Willie P. Style. Last one before we get you out of here. Oldest T-shirt that you have that you'll still put into your rotation every now and again. Oldest T-shirt, Willie. Oof. I got a couple from college age that, uh, that I'll still wear. Uh, so I would say those are probably... Anywhere between 15, 16 years old. I'll, I'll, I'll throw one of those out there once in a while. All right. I want to see a picture of it on Twitter with you staring off into the distance and not looking at the camera and getting your model on. Willie P., voice of Charlotte FC, the Renaissance man, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Always appreciate it, Willie. We just don't need it uh, upside down in the studio like it's some sort of distress signal like some of my other pictures have been, uh, been used. <laughs> Yeah, this one, I don't understand it either. Like, I've seen you staring at me upside down for the last, what, month it's been like this? It's been very weird. I think we're going to have this one stare at Fitty. Because Fitty would be a lot more comfortable with uh, with you staring at him more so than I am. You can't have me staring at you upside down. It just that that seems that, that offers way too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Willie P., voice of Charlotte FC, helping us out.